I'm back. Welcome to episode 84 of Dealing with Stupidity. Um, a little late. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope it turns out to be a great one for you. Hope you keep all those bullshit resolutions you made for yourself in the last uh, last week. And at least keep them for a month. If you made any. Of course, I didn't because I'm just going to be lying to myself. I'm going to be, I'm, I am going to give it a shot to cut out the cigarettes. But uh, other than that, stop eating like a maniac because I, um, <laughs> since early November, I went off the rails and just ate everything that was put in front of, front of my face hole and just went to town. And before you knew it, um, I gained 15 pounds. So it's time to get back on that train. So let's get on with it. It's been a minute. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't recorded. Been t- I took a little time off for the holidays. And uh, the something that's been bothering me since the other day that uh, happened actually back in, in December. And if you're not a fan of hockey, there's a good chance that you didn't know about this story. Um, it happened right before Christmas, or maybe you did hear about it if you're one of those weirdos that likes, likes to look for things to get triggered about, but there was no story. It was really no story. Nothing ever came out on social media about it. And what it is, is what it is, is Jeremy Roenick, former NHL stud, who is a hockey analyst for NBC sports was suspended without pay for quote, for making inappropriate comments about his coworkers, and he, he did this during uh, episode two twenty eight of Spit and Chicklet, of the Spit and Chicklets podcast. If you don't know anything about the podcast, Spit and Chicklets is a hockey podcast, and two of the co-hosts are former NHL players, Paul Bissonette and Ryan Whitney, both uh, incredibly knowledgeable. They're funny. They're it's a great podcast. If you like hockey, check this podcast out definitely. Um, and I listened to the episode and I didn't think anything of it because if you know anything about Jeremy Roenick or J.R. as he's known in, um, <laughs> since his playing days or whatever, he's one of those guys that always, he's funny. He's always said what comes to mind in, uh, in interviews and whatever. He's just, he's always entertaining. It's, he's one of those guys you can't wait to hear what comes out of his mouth next. And as, as a hockey analyst, he's, he's fucking awesome. If you watch NBC sports, he's the, he's one of the guys. Um, and don't want to discredit him either. He was an awesome player when he was playing. So anyway, the remarks that were made that upset someone at NBC with a stick up their ass was from a story he was telling about when he went on vacation with his wife and fellow co-worker, Catherine Tappan, who happens to be good friends with Ronick's wife. And he said a woman approached him while he, his wife, and Tappan were swimming in the hotel, hotel pool and asked if the two women were with him. Ronick replied, yes, they are. You know, being cocky. Yeah, I got these two blonde hot chicks with me. Of course they are. He goes on to say, and then Catherine says, will you shut up? She starts yelling at me 
Ronick said. I play it off like, you know, we're, we're going to bed together every night, the three of us. You know, that's the way he was trying to portray it to this person asking. But he went on to say, this is a quote, now if it really came to fruition, that would really be good, but it's never going to happen. And he says, they screamed and yelled at me, but listen, it's worth the yelling, there's no question. Ronan went on to praise Tappan, saying, she is one of the most professional sports personalities that I know. She is prepared as anyone. She wants people to respect her knowledge of the sport, of sports, not just because she's a pretty face. <laughs> she is true blue, one of my favorite people in the world, and I'm lucky that I'm next to her, and she's a good friend of mine. Harmless, right? And if you're good friends with, uh, you and your wife are good friends with another hot chick or whatever, it's, you know, sometimes you're going to play it off like, yeah, I'm with these two bro. No, I don't. But anyway, it doesn't, he's joking around. And he's always had that kind of sense of humor. And about the comments, Tabin, of course, had to make a statement, which I'm sure she was told to do so by some HR shithead at the ne or network that read, now, granted, before I read this, there was no, nobody, I never saw anything on social media that made a big deal about his comments. I never saw anything on, because, you know, I read the sports section in USA Today, LA Times, whatever, any, any, any sports section that covers hockey, you know, on the internet that has a web page, I'll breeze through it and we'll see what the top stories are, whatever. And I follow a lot of people in the know in NHL on Twitter, never saw anything about it. But I'm sure somebody at NBC had to make her, I wouldn't say make her, probably persuaded her to say, you've got to make a statement about this before anything happens. You know, you, you got to think of who the network is, NBC. I'll get onto that in a second. About the comments, though, Tappan, of course, made her statement, which read, while Jeremy and I continue to be good friends, what he said was unacceptable, especially among workplace colleagues. I do not condone his comment. Now, this is the world we live in. I guess there's some assholes out there that are trying to put out fires that aren't there. Now, granted, NBC, they're, they're, they're neck deep in some bullshit in recent years. What also transpired in the interview was apparently this article that I read, I think I got it from the LA times where maybe it was the remark he made about co-host Patrick Sharp, who also happens to be a former player and former teammate of Roenick's in Philly, if I'm not mistaken, when he played for Philadelphia, Roenick and one of the co-hosts for the podcast were joking around on how good looking Sharp is, Patrick Sharp being, you know, he just, he went from retiring right on to this, this gig as an analyst for NBC and he filled it perfectly right out of the, right out of the gate. And they were joking about how good looking the guy is. One of the, uh, they were joking around about it and Ronick said, he is so beautiful. I'd have to think about it if he asked me and the other, and the co-host said, oh God, yeah. And I wouldn't say no right away, Ronick said. Ronick went on to say that Sharp is one of the greatest, greatest, greatest guys on the planet. Greatest three times. Now, if you don't know the Spit and Chicklets podcast, they, they joke around, man. He's a good looking <laughs> He's a good looking guy. I, you know, I'd have to think about it or whatever. Anyway, just joking. Just guy shit. Locker room shit. 
So was it did he did Ronit get suspended for his remarks about tapping? Or did he get suspended for the joke about having gay sex with his old teammate, which I find a little hard to believe since the media and entertainment industry as a whole is consistently trying to be so woke and gotta hate that word and make it seem that if every form of sexually <laughs> sexual sexuality isn't represented in every aspect of television and movies, then the world is going to fall a fuck apart. So why would you suspend? So it can't be for the, uh, jokingly gay comments about him <laughs> hooking up with Patrick Sharp because you know, everything's got to involve every category of sexuality these days. I mean, for God's sake, it came out that Marvel's going to have a, a transgender superhero or character in one of their upcoming movies, and everybody was excited. Who gives a flying fuck, really? If you want to be treated as a normal person and looked at as, a, I, don't, I don't mean normal in a bad way, but if we're trying to accept that as a society, then why is it always thrown in our fucking face? Let's just get on with it. Anyway, that's a whole nother subject. But even if you would think that JR would get praised for talking about wanting to butt fuck his old friend, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, isn't that more accept, acceptable these days than being straight? If you're making a comment about a male, co if you're male and you're making a comment about a male coworker being hot, isn't that what people want to hear now? It seems like you get applauded. If you're, you're even thinking about it, but in this case, it's wrong. I don't know where I'm going with, you know, but they had no problem showing Pierre Maguire deep throating a foot long corn dog live on TV during the winter classic the other day, which I boycotted just for the pure fact that they, they can Jr. over this bullshit, you know, but I saw the, uh, I saw the video or the clip of Pierre Maguire. I was offended by him looking like a cock gobbling fuck face. And that idiot still has a job. I mean, he's fucking, he's literally looking at this corn dog and putting it in his throat like King cocksucker. But they don't do anything about that. Speaking of NBC being fucking hypocrites. Aren't they the very network that tried to cover up the whole Matt Lauer being a fucking creep thing? You know, the guy had a special button to lock people in his office so he can pull his dick out and scar co-workers for life and interns for life. Look at my dick here. You gonna suck on it. I mean, Matt Lauer turned into a fucking ghetto rapper all of a sudden because of a little button he had under his desk. They tried to cover that shit up for years. He was making $20 million a year before it got out of hand, and they couldn't sweep that shit under the rug any longer, so they had to do something. But Ronick talks merely jokes about an imaginary, never-going-to-happen, his words, three-way with his wife and a co-worker, and he gets the heave-ho right out of the gate, right off the bat. That's fucked up. Making a, a, a silly gay joke about his former teammate, friend, or and current friend and coworker, Patrick Sharp, and that's bad. And you know, 
let's let's dig a little deeper into NBC being cocksuckers. How about that? Ronan Farrow, I don't know if you guys know who this is, if you've been following up, but has recently dug up more shit about the network that makes them more disgusting. Uh, he recently put out a book called Catch and Kill, Lies, Spies, and a Conspiracy to Protect Predators. And he's a former NBC employee. He tells USA Today that he had multiple named accusers, including Rose McGowan, and taped audio of Weinstein threatening model Ambra Gutierrez. I have no idea who that is or if I pronounce it right. Doesn't matter. This is the point. When he brought his investigation to NBC executives, he had this piece of evidence. But according to him, they continually poked holes in his reporting and delayed running the piece, telling him it wasn't newsworthy and give it a rest before killing the story altogether. Despite NBC's claims to the contrary, Farrow insists that he and his producer were, quote, ordered to stop reporting the story. Weinstein allegedly knew of multiple sexual misconduct accusations against former Today anchor Matt Lauer, and it alleged that Weinstein threatened to expose Lauer if NBC ran Farrow's investigation on him. So it's a whole big circle of uh, we're going to cover up sick fucks, right? Also went on saying that NBC brokered non-disclosure agreements and seven-figure payouts with at least seven women who alleged sexual harassment or discrimination at the company. You know, I haven't read the book. Some of this comes from USA Today article that you can find online entitled the article entitled Ronan Farrow says NBC alleged cover up of sexual misconduct is bigger than Matt Lauer. Now, of course, all it's all alleged what the book says, which I'm sure it's safe to say that there is a strong possibility that there is something to it. But we do know about Weinstein and Lauer's misconduct, and being just flat-out sleazy pieces of dog shit. But for NBC going from trying to cover this up, these two fucking sick bastards, and then going to suspend Jeremy Roenick for some silly comments, just silly joking comments on a podcast, makes them a big pile of shit along with those other two scumbag motherfuckers. You know, I guess in today's Me Too world and all that shit and what's going on with social media, maybe they're trying to be preemptive before shit got out of hand. Maybe. I doubt it. I think that more skeletons are about to come out from this network's closet and they're doing their best to paint a pretty picture that they are they're here for their fans. That's, that's me thinking. There's got to be some more shit coming out soon. They're going to clean house. Anybody says anything remotely negative or that can be misconstrued as offensive. I don't know. And I guess they're making it seem like we are not those people. They just happen to work for us. But either way, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Fuck them. The pure fact that all the shit that's been going on over the years at that company network, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. And 
they suspend Jeremy Roenick over some silly ass comments. And I'm going to say this, the reason it offends me, since his playing days, he's one of the better TV personalities out there for NHL. And he is, as far as I'm concerned, he's one of the best. And NBC doing this makes them look like bigger jerks than what they think JR made himself look like. I don't know if that made any sense to you, but it just, it just irks me. You know, some fucking people out there, just those little silly remarks got his ass canned. Maybe they said, well, wait till it blows over. Well, there was nothing to blow over. You're the ones to make it, made a fucking big deal about it. Making tap and make that announcement. And this suspended him. Nobody gave a fuck until you brought it to the limelight. You dumb fucks you. Ugh. <laughs> Either way, fuck you, NBC, and free JR. Maybe they were just trying to get rid of him because he made too much sense. He calls shit like he sees it, and then we were looking for an excuse to get rid of him. Fucking bastards. It's a shame. Shame. Shame, I tell you. Free JR. Free JR. I wish there was another network under contract. I wish ESPN would pick up NHL again. Like back in the days of Gary Thorne and Bill Clement. Fucking NBC. Fucking Pierre Maguire is the worst. The worst. That ball-headed, turtle-looking pussy. He is the worst. Unfortunately, he does know his hockey. But he is so against aggression. It's a... Go deep throat another corn dog, Pierre. This is what's going on. This is how the world works now. You know, looking up dumb shit around Christmas, since I haven't graced you with my voice since uh, before then, I came across a, 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 an interview with Whitney Cummins. Uh, Cummings, sorry. If you don't know who she is, she's, she's a brilliant comedian. Uh, she is a writer or she was a co-writer on what god damn two broke girls or creator or something like that she's been around for a while she's funny as fuck she was telling conan o'brien that she report she was once reported to human resources for saying merry christmas to an intern at the time <laughs> she was working on the roseanne reboot you know <laughs> roseanne Barr who they brought her fucking show back and then fired her because she uh, got crazy on Ambien and made some ridiculous tweets on Twitter. Whatever. More bullshit. An intern complained about her saying Merry Christmas. Now, these are the same people that got Roseanne herself fired, the creator and producer and one of the head writers of the show. It's in her fucking name, for Christ's sake. She went on to say... Is it was a formality she was leaving for it, the Christmas break was coming up. It was just a formality, and as she was leaving, she just said to everybody, "Merry Christmas! See you after the break, whatever." Well, they come back from Christmas break, and HR g- gives her a call and says that uh, there was a complaint about her saying "Merry Christmas." There was an intern and a fucking intern who was offended by Whitney saying Merry Christmas. As Whitney tells it, it wasn't that she had a problem, but she was pissed off were were the words that Whitney said Merry Christmas. What no-life tub of shit 
get so offended by Merry Christmas that you actually get mad about it, where you're pissed off. Merry Christmas. Fuck you. Whitney went on to say it was just a formality. Like, and she added, I don't even care how your Christmas was. It's just like, goodbye, see you later, Merry Christmas. And to me, that's like me. You know, I don't I don't give a shit if you have a good Christmas, a good day, a good night, a good morning, whatever. I just say it out of being polite and only say it <laughs> at work because they suggest I do so. Uh, in reality, I really don't give a fuck if you have a good day or not. I could you could lose your foot today and I don't give a flying fucking shit. I'm just saying it to be polite. Thank you very much. Have a good afternoon. If you got hit by a bus 10 minutes later, I don't give a shit. Fuck off. Get away from me. But anyway, O'Brien brought up that Merry Christmas could offend or trigger someone in these times. And Cummins explained that she asked Human Resources officially what she could have said before they informed her the intern was agnostic. Nobody knew she was agnostic. And I don't, I don't know if anybody knows what agnostic is. You don't get offended by God or anything. You just don't believe in it. You just don't believe. You don't get pissed off about it. I've seen people on television news uh, interviews where something happens to a family's home or something like that, and the news reporter said, well, God bless you. And she goes, well, we don't believe in God, but thank you very much. Something like that, you know. But for this fucking troll of a fucking troglodyte to get all pissed off of <laughs> pissed off you're agnostic that means you don't believe why are you getting mad if you don't believe fucking asshole you don't get you don't get to, get to play that game where you get to keep it to yourself until you feel like you're being you want to be triggered by something st as stupid as that and then run to someone and complain about about it being a problem well nobody knew you had a problem with it I'm not going to guess either. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to express my joy of the fucking holidays onto you by saying Merry motherfucking Christmas. If you got a problem with it, well, let me know ahead of time because I'm not playing a guessing game. Oh, before any of you say Merry Christmas to you, to me, I just want you to know I'm an atheist. just want you to let you know that Merry Christmas offends me. So please do not use that and say Merry Christmas to me. Well, fuck you. Fuck you. How about I just don't talk to you? How about you go fucking just go hang out in the stairwell so we don't even have to look at you? Go fist yourself, you fucking asshole. That's my little blurb to get you caught up on how uh, things have been going. I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'm just getting back into it, get back into the swing of things. Notice how I told you two stories that were old and my comments on them. Uh, but I wanted to say... I miss you guys. I'm going to get back in free form soon. Free form? My normal form. My normal idiotic boring self soon. And we will uh, continue on. So thank you for listening. And please shoot me an email if you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult at dwstupidity at gmail or the Twitter at dwstupidity or the webpage. I almost got rid of the webpage. I was like, eh. Nah, not many people hit the website, <laughs> but you know what? Why not? Fuck it. I like it. Gives me something to do. Um, I'm not going to let it die. Came real close. I had until the 13th to renew it. 
And I was like, ah, fuck it. I, I mean, I had already let it go, written it off. Good to be back. Hopefully, T and I can get our shit worked out together, our schedules worked out, and get back together and do it. Because I have noticed people listen to more podcasts or to the podcast longer when I have my co-host with me. And I miss him so much. We just don't have my, our schedules are fucked. You know, being parents and having shitty jobs does that to you. Your free time is limited. Contact us, me, dwstupidity at gmail.com or on Twitter at dealingwithstupidity at dwstupidity or the contact page on the website dealingwithstupidity.com. And if you know someone that would like to hear this or, or you think needs to hear this, or just spread the news about free JR, hashtag free JR, and hashtag fuck UNBC. Again, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Or just have a great day off. Fuck everybody.